Why do people hate funk or drift funk or funk house? Stay tuned. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Here's Johnny. This is Johnny Walker and we're coming back with another episode. Episode 231, I lost count there. On this one we're going to, well, listen to some funk. But also, examine the reasons why do people hate drift funk so much. Thank you very much for all those people who have been listening. Our last episode, believe it or not, was the fastest, most listened episode in the history of the podcast. So seven years history. That was the fastest, most listened episode within the two weeks period, I think. On the background, we're listening to Black Savior by Facus. Okay, so to get to the nitty-gritty of the podcast, because this is a talking podcast, after all, this is not a mix. I'm not a DJ. I never try to be. I have no fucking clue how to mix, to be honest. So you have funk, which is a subgenre of hip-hop. And in particular, it started in Memphis. Back in early 2000s now I didn't know anything about funk I'm admitting I'm not a hip hop fan then around the late 2010s 2020 around there you have start having drift funk now what's the difference drift funk is like trap almost a trap production of, of funk and it kind of flourished a lot in Eastern Europe, as you know, as you've been listening for the past few episodes. And we already passed on the next track, which is Slaughter by KXNVRA. Now try to pronounce this. So I guess there's an issue here because the OG funk lovers, they basically hate it that people refer to funk whereas they actually refer to a different style of music. I kind of understand and feel about them. So I went to Reddit and I found some interesting threads for you guys to check out and discuss. So somebody's asking the same, very same question. Like, why do people hate funk? 
So uh, a user says fake gold rose. It's not so much hate as it is miscategorization. Drift, cowbell, house phone are inherently electronic dance music, which is, I guess, that's why we're playing them here. Phone, as it's described on the wiki, is strictly hip-hop jazz influenced. You can put cowbells and Memphis lyrics all over a drift beat, but at the end of the day, it's still EDM. And this is a place to share the hip-hop-inspired tracks, so basically the, the hated. <laughs> Another one says, I don't hate it at all, but it doesn't really sound like funk at all, which is fair enough. Already moved on to Mine by Sad Friend. Another user says some people hate it because they try to be cool by indirectly saying they were listening to funk before it was popular. I personally think it's just a music genre getting involved and thus getting subgenres, but I still prefer what some might refer to as really funk. I think that's fair. So there's a little bit of ego there, isn't it? Like, oh man, I was listening to it 20 years ago, even though they're probably 20 years old. And right now it's just shit. And we're moving to Gangster Drift by Cake Roll Beats. So another user, same question, it keeps repeating itself. I feel like this is something that happens to any genre as it progresses. It starts off somewhere and people get used to the sound, but as it grows it takes very different paths that lead to a bunch of different sub-genres. Then people talk shit about the sub-genres they don't agree with. My take on this occasion is that this is a completely different style. And we're listening to new release by Shadowburn, Shadowborn, sorry, called Necronomicon. Stay tuned because we have 28 tracks today and they're all new releases. They're not like your 2021-2022 big hits. 
So another another guy says people hate it just cause doesn't take this much effort. And he responds, some other guy responds, bro, the songs are called probably my spookiest bit yet or S-X-B-D-N-U-D-X-S or just straight ear rape. No shit, every time I hear court hell, I just hit next, bro. It's not quite fair, is it? We're moving to Blitzed by X-Angel. Another guy says, I can only hear cowbell melodies so many times. I think that's a fair argument. I mean, yeah, surely all the tracks are based on cowbells, basically used as the main kind of lead sound here. And people like commented on the previous episode of, of the podcast, JavaScript commented, I don't really feel. By now it's oversaturated, I listen to some every now and then, but I don't love it. And I guess I know what he means. I know what he means. Like... They all sound, they all have cowbells there. How many times can you hear the same thing? But I just find this this sound fresh. Perhaps it's because I've only been listening to what now? Four months? And I can understand that uh, there is some limitations there, but I'm sure they will bring you know, new production methods and new sounds eventually. So they continue the argument, and the same slow build-up and always the same rhythmic pattern before the drops. I yawn typing this. And the other guy says, I yawn just reading you talk about cowbell funk. And we have moved on. That was the previous track was Ngog Zapre Shout Funk by Fan A1. Dude, these guys. Now we have West Coast by Drift King. At least I can read that.
this guy says, I blame house phone for poisoning the holy river that Trist Funk was. And I hate house phone ONG. Another guy says, it's just not it. Compare the process of a cowbell melody, literally just a fucking cowbell, to sample digging, rearranging, chopping, and actually pulling something that's unique every track like all the OG new gen phone heads do. There's the use of cowbells in phone very, very often. It's part of phone culture, Memphis productions, and old trap tapes. And it's always been an amazing percussion. Some people just take it way too far to the point of making a melody out of it. But at the end of the day, everyone has their own preferences and it's all good. Just know if a motherfucker puts Drifong on the ox, he finally gets fucked up. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, what's, what's the problem of just using a cowbell or a distorted cowbell? Because they don't use just a pure 808 cowbell sound as a melody or a lead sound. I see no problem there. And with regards to the production of other subgenres being more complex, I have things to say. We moved on to Immaculate by Visc J, and this is the Scourge Mix. So, come on man, for anybody who has messed up making their own music, like I have. And they played with FL Studio. Really, you're telling me that they are creative, other genres are creative, everybody just uses the same companies to just download loops, they just copy paste the loops, control D, control V, there you go, boom, you have a track out there, that's it. Now you're telling me that all of a sudden Drift Fong or Fong House is, is the bad cousin here? Come on. I mean, where is the, when is the last innovative style you've ever heard? Let me get you back a little bit because Tech House it's not and House Music it's not and Techno it's not. Perhaps the last thing I remember is... Um, Future House or Future Base back in 2018, 2017. I mean, after that, what came after that? Nothing. It's just Tech House after that. And Tech House has been around since 1996. It just sounds the same. Exactly. Okay. We moved on to Play With Your Death by Burnout. Thank you. 
another one says zero effort and everyone who hears funk thinks of this cowbell trash instead of the real funk sound. I don't like at all the chill funk thing. Like what is the chill funk thing? This is another thing, right? It's already another subgenre. We already went from funk to drift funk to funk house to chill chill funk like chill house or chill bass or whatever. It doesn't sound that hard to me, I like something that I can bang my head to. Uh, and I have to laugh, because there's nothing besides Control c and Control v meaning copy-paste, any random Memphis sound and some cowbell spawn. Hearing those overused samples is annoying as such, for example, load up the big nine and shit like this. And this guy says, if I hear the psychopath lunatic sample or some other overused a cappella, just skip the song because it really kills the vibe. However, you see guys like Ghostface Player, um, Liquid, Pharmacist, uh, they put some good work out, and I agree. We listen to wife try to kill me by aqua split. coming here is the hard clipping distortion is going to cost them in 10 years meaning the ears the hearing let them ruin the most valuable instrument and another user response the clipping and the distortion is exactly what make me like it before Fonga used to produce trap metal raid score and be around a lot in the scene I'm talking type beats like Zillakami, Skarl, Skarl, XRD, Fuck It, Dutchman, PRX, Jax, can't, can't pronounce his name, Seven, whatever, XVN, Lil Darky, Nascar, Low, Kamara, and even more distorted ones like Warfield and Natic. Have you guys listened to any of these? We move to Op Killer by Kirao. I like the lyrics. I 
Does anyone know what the lyrics are about here? We're moving to Funk.me, that's the artist, and In the Mountains is the track name. I guess that's Chill Funk. Nothing wrong with this track, is there? And we're moving to Fallen Star and Aries or Aries. This is all I got. So, last thread of people complaining about funk. This guy says the drum patterns are that of house. When producing for a genre, there are strict rules that are followed. House music is easily identified by the drum pattern in the 424, I think. In the track I named earlier, in the scope of EDM or house music, yeah, it's not the same. The sample possibilities are incomprehensible. EDM or house producers can't sample anything due to the electronic nature, so what's stopping them from making a house remix of a funk track? I mean, I'm sure there's every song out there that has at least one EDM or house remix. It doesn't tell me why they don't like it. But the biggest excuse is children on TikTok 
that's why. And now we're listening at the moment by... NXKXNX Playa. I know you guys are laughing at me, aren't you? And again, the same argument as before, because people like to be elite and listen to true, in inverted commas, funk, and constantly joke about what is it and what it isn't. They don't hate it because it's bad, they hate it because it's mainstream. And they respond to that, if true funk was underground, not mainstream at all, it'd still be pretty bad. That being said, I accept all types of funk and music, no elitism here. That's about it, I guess. I mean, the main arguments here, as you've heard so many, is number one, uh, they hate it because it capitalized on original funk, I guess, and on the name of that, whereas he has nothing to do with it. Which is a fair argument, but hate it? I'm not sure. I mean, you can dispute from a journalistic point of view as much as you want, but hate the actual music? I don't think so. You either like the music or you don't, but not because it doesn't... Well, it was named because of that. I mean, let's go back and see who named it and then just... ask that person why he did it. And the second is, it all sounds the same, but then... For someone who has listened to... I think 35 years now of this style of music, like me, I would say it all sounds the same to me. I've listened to more or less everything more than once. So this one is new, this style is new, I've never heard it before, hence why I'm so interested in it and that's what I'm listening to every day right now. Moving to Omen by Mike Kubi. The third is it's easy to produce. Again, I would argue here, I mean... When you go really to the roots of it, there's... I'm not sure how many tracks are released per week. We're talking probably in the range of thousands if you take everything in. And people are telling me that this is easy to produce. Well, fair enough, it doesn't sound overcomplicated, but then nothing to me sounds overcomplicated. So that argument is down for me. The final one, oversaturated, I guess this could be a region if you've listened to it since like 2020 or even 2019, if you really OG OG, then yeah, maybe you could consider oversaturated, but looking at the response I'm getting from you guys, there's probably a lot of appetite to listen to it. And let me continue with some news. I'll 
let you listen to some music for a bit. Ragdoll, and I can't pronounce the artist's name because it's in Russian. by Ant Express. Um, promised to give you some news so if you remember I mentioned last time about Spinning Records the biggest probably record label in electronic dance music today so they have a funk division and funnily enough they have substituted the vowels with X hence it's still Spinning Records but it, it, X is where it's instead of I 
And that shows, as I said last time, the popularity of the genre. It's up and coming. I'm going to review a couple of releases in one of our next episodes. The other is that I've seen one of the big, kind of big room names having a remix. So I'm talking about Usman Oskan. And you guys know Usman Oskan uh, or Oskan because he works with Dimitri Vegas and like Mai from yeah, Tomorrowland fame. And they, they have many productions together. So they, they, he released a tune that I don't have in my playlist or on this episode, but I'm going to listen to it and comment on the next episode. And he had one of, I think, the um, spinning records signed up artists to do a remix. So that shows a lot because these are the commercial guys. Let's see where we moved now. We moved on to Don't Do It by. Blades. So the other act that uh, produced a funk release this month is Who's KD? And for people who have been listening to the podcast for quite a long time, they will remember Who's KD. He's one of our favorite artists. He's American. He produces kind of unique electronic music, so it doesn't quite fit in any particular genre. I still haven't listened to his release, so I'm due to listen to it and then comment again on our next episode. But again, I find it interesting because Who's KD is not a commercial guy. And we moved on to Give Fuck by On Onim X R U Jesus. So as I was saying, Who's KD is not a commercial guy by any means. By any means. And for him to release Funk, it well it shows that he is well plugged in into what's happening. But I want to basically listen to his take of Funk or Drift Funk or Funk House or let's see what he made and let's talk about it next episode. I think next episode 
we need to review those releases. What do you guys think? And you know what? If you've been listening so far, please like and share this episode and share it with your people who listen to funk, I guess. And also come to substack.com on FreakPTDM podcast where we publish our blog and therefore you can comment on this episode and let's have a discussion there. And for those who listen on Spotify, I'm going to put a question. So please have a look at the question and then answer and let's see what the answers will be. Last time I asked whether you like original funk or drift funk or funk house and funk house came to the top. Now we're going to listen to a big tune. This is a big tune. Did you recognize it? If you did, you're probably surprised. If you didn't, it's called Komarovo. And this is the Durst Funk Remix. So for those who don't know what this track was about, you probably don't know if um, you haven't played a lot of video games lately, but last month or a couple of months now, a new game came out that's called Atomic Heart. It is a release by a studio that is Russian. And that game kicks ass. And it has an amazing soundtrack. And this is one of the tunes that you listen when you're in the game, Komarovo. And obviously that's the funk remix that Deus did. And by the way, that game is super, super hard. Like, I can't really progress, even on the easy mode. On the easy mode. 
So let me know if you come on Substack, let me know whether you have played also Atomic Heart and whether you managed to finish it. And we're listening to Killers by MC Emmis. So for people who haven't listened to, haven't been around for long, this sort of sound you were listening back in 1990, almost exactly like that, it wouldn't have cowbells, it would have some other lead, but it'd be exactly the same sound, which I guess is part of why I like it. And people who think that it's monotonous or it's easy to make, well, it was damn easy to make back then, but the tunes, man, they were fire. And you don't have this four-chord progression like pop music, like Martin Garrix. For God's sake, I've had enough of this. We don't want more pop music. Okay, we're listening to Velocity by Prey. sidechain is another characteristic here I didn't play a lot of tracks that have clipping and distortion on this uh, episode happened to be in Berlin on April 22nd, I found the first party or club night that plays funk. So a club called Jagged, J-A-G-D, in Berlin, is going to have a night with Wave, Funk and Witch House on April the 22nd. 
And the DJs for the night will be Vowel by Australia, Duke or yeah, Duke in Switzerland, I guess. Estrel, I'm not sure which country is that. Enjoy by Poland, Isolate.exe. In, um, he's German, and we played his tracks before. Careful, British act, and Blanku, which is a Polish act. So. Jagged in Berlin, April the 22nd, if you're there and you like wave, funk and witch house, you know where you need to be. We've moved to full auto by M- MXZ+. So finally, you know that we are a socially responsible podcast and we're looking after society in general. I thought I would give you some some tips on how to be safe when you listen to Drift Funk. Remember, Drift Funk is not for everyone. Some people find it annoying, distracting or even dangerous, as we said. So here's some tips on how to enjoy Drift Funk without getting into trouble. Number one. Always wear a seatbelt and follow the traffic rules. Drifonk is meant to enhance your driving experience, not to encourage reckless behavior. your playlist carefully. Some reformed tracks are more suitable for different situations than others. For example, you might want to avoid songs with sirens or gunshots if you're driving in a crowded area or near a police station. Three, adjust your volume accordingly. Drifong can be loud and bass heavy, as you know, 
which can drown out the sounds of your surroundings. Make sure you can still hear your engine, your brakes and other vehicles on the road. Number four, respect other drivers and pedestrians especially. Trifong is not a license to be rude or aggressive, even though it is. Don't honk, flash your lights or tailgate other cars. Don't cut off or block anyone's way. Don't drift on public roads, yeah, do not. Or in places where people might be walking or cycling. I know it's Trifong, it's just for the music. number five and the last one have fun and be safe Trifong is a unique and exciting way to enjoy music and driving but remember it's not worth risking your life or the lives of others if you want to practice your drifting skills do it in a controlled environment like a racetrack or a parking lot and always have a designated driver if you're drinking or using drugs So yeah, it's fun to blast Drifong on your big speakers. But remember, it also comes with some responsibility and risks. And remember to follow these tips and you'll be able to Drifong without any problems. Coming to the end of another episode, this was Johnny Walker for the Freakbit CDM podcast episode 231, I think, start losing count. I hope you liked it. If you did, make sure you come to substack.com, find our podcast. We have the link in the description of the show. 
leave a comment there, engage with us. Also, answer the questions if we if you listen on Spotify. Make sure you like, you share, you subscribe, because I know a lot of you are listening, but you know, pr- pressing the follow button. So that's that's quite of important for us to know whether you like what we're doing. And let's see, let's see you again, perhaps in a couple of weeks with more tunes. Until next time, remember. Get your funk on.